Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Swung on. There it goes. Deep left. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Number 62 to set the new American League record. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Missy Misdemeanor Elliot on the fan. Uh, get your freak on. Uh, get your freak on. Uh, uh, get your freak on. Uh, get your freak on. Quiet. Shut your mouth. Just kidding. Call in. I don't have any calls. So if you want to talk on the fan, 877-337-6666. I'm about to sprinkle some stuff out there that's going to make you want to call in. I'm going right off of the update. I already had it queued up. Kayvon Thibodeau on last season or last offseason for the Giants, I feel like Saquon should have gotten paid first. And before that sentence, he said, you know what I'm mad about? You shouldn't be mad about that, bro. That's in the past. That's way in the past now. You're in this offseason. Shout out to my guy, Miro. If you guys remember, I had Joel on the fan. Miro and I go back to MTV. I'm going to have him on the fan again. I wish I was famous enough to do 7 p.m. in Brooklyn. That's the new podcast slash show that the Kid Miro is doing with Carmelo Anthony, which is where we got the soundbite from, from Kayvon Thibodeau talking about <sighs> the Daniel Jones situation with him getting paid his $40 million before Saquon. And we all remember going back to last year, how that all played out. I feel like Kayvon Thibodeau, and I hate that, it, like, here in New York, we have Kayvon Thibodeau and Tom Thibodeau spelled the exact same way. <laughs> um, but anyway, back to what I was going to say. It's not spelled the same same exact way. There's an X on the end of uh, Thibodeau with an X on the end and Tom Thibodeau with the U on the end. This town ain't big enough for two Thibodeau Thibodeaus. Just like this town wasn't big enough for Joe Judge and Aaron Judge. Had to get rid of one of them. And you know what? They might get rid of you, Kayvon Thibodeau. Especially if there's an option to trade you and move up in the draft. <laughs> Say that, please. Can you turn that mic Garrett, on? I wasn't sure if this was pot up. I'm not in the regular chair today. <laughs> Garrett Wilson staying. Zach Wilson heading out of town. <laughs> That's a good one. Perfect timing. <laughs> this town ain't big enough for two Wilsons. <laughs> Call me up with the other uh, 
double names that we have here for our New York sports teams. But uh, all I'll say about Kayvon and, and, and the podcast, in reality, it doesn't matter. I, I don't care what Kayvon has to say as a player. You're not the GM. You're, you're not the coach. You're not the owner. I don't care what you have to say as a second-year player. You had a good season. I don't care what you have to say about the finances of the team. They made the decision they had to make, right? And, and you've heard me talk about the Giants defaulted into that. They never believed in Daniel Jones. So even if on this podcast you say you you believe in Daniel Jones, it doesn't matter. All people are going to take is this soundbite and run with it. All people are going to take is you saying you felt like, oh, well, Saquon was 30% on of our offense. Look at all these running backs. Look at, look at all these running backs that were fighting to get paid. The Raiders probably wish they didn't pay Josh Jacobs for what he did this year. Jonathan Taylor got paid. He played half the year, not even. They didn't get to the playoffs after paying him. So all that talk about paying running backs and and, and Jacobs got paid and, and Saquon got a little bit of a bump. What did it get these guys? None of these guys led their teams to the playoffs after getting paid. And with Saquon, I think he's good as gone. And Daniel Jones is also good as gone after they draft their next quarterback. 877-337-6666. Like, just don't do that. It, 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 you're, there's no way for you to win. Going on a podcast and talking about, like, you know what? I, and I saw Kayvon on Twitter say it's about time I start a podcast like two weeks ago. And that should have tipped us off that he just recorded the podcast with Melo and Miro. Now now he, now he he's queued up to start his own podcast where he'll be able to clear the air. Wonder what BT and Sal have to say tomorrow about Kayvon's comments. I don't think they talked about it at all today. I also don't care about Sauce Gardner going out there and campaigning and uh, tweeting about what players he wants in free agency. We live in a time where these these guys actually have too many platforms to speak on. When I saw Sauce went out there talking about T. Higgins and Calvin Ridley, so what? Maybe they should go after them. Alan Lazard is a bum. You shouldn't be relying on uh, undrafted free agents, whatever. All it is is a product of 2024. It's a sign of the times. All of these guys get on podcasts. All these guys get on social media. It doesn't mean anything. Years ago, we didn't have that, so you didn't hear from them. 877-337-6666. Um, bringing another thing back around, a circle back around for the Cowboys fans listening. I was saying that they need to draft linebackers, and my guy, West Coast Cowboys, is one of the top Cowboy creators out there. He's had me on his show he loves the Dallas Cowboys. I feel bad for him. He's ride or die. Turned his kids into Cowboys fans. Makes all this Cowboys content on YouTube. He's one of the best. He was talking about a film breakdown on, and I didn't. I was blanking on the Michigan linebacker name. It's Junior Colson, 6'3", 247, 21-year-old uh, linebacker coming out of Michigan. There's some. There's. There's going to be. A, there's going to be a good draft. There's going to be some. Some talented players coming into the NFL. Uh, what else did I need to circle back on? Oh, yeah. It was Jacob Kamenker, Jacob Kamenker, who wrote the article three days ago. What is swag surfing? Everything to know about Chiefs' viral dance celebration as Taylor Swift and Donna Kelsey participate. Give me a break. They didn't, like, they made swag surfing viral. At, at least he included Willie Gay and the Kansas City Chiefs tweeting out, DJ Willie Gay knew just what the team needed. It was all Willie Gay's idea to, hey, hey, get them to play swag surfing. 
But I mean, you, you don't know what you don't know. Black folks know swag surfing and we know where it originated. And, and, and we've been swag surfing for um, way longer than we saw Taylor Swift doing a half Dougie swag surf, whatever she was doing, like touching her head and bopping. I don't know. They were barely surfing. They were barely, they were barely floating. Uh, anyway, we already hit all the Jalen Brunson conversation. I did have a call on the Devils that that dropped off. It's Football Friday. I wanted to talk about the coaching carousel. I wanted to talk about the coaching hires. Raheem Morris, excellent hire in my opinion, down there in Atlanta. He's obviously coming over from uh, the Rams, being their defensive coordinator. And I think he's going to fit with the team and the city and and the culture there. Obviously, they have a bunch of, um, you know, offensive weapons they need to figure out. But I just love this for Raheem Morris. He's one of us from Irvington, New Jersey, went to Hofstra. Fun fact, my first scholarship offer to play football was from Hofstra. Yeah, so Raheem Morris, who also was a head coach for, who was he head coach? The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. In 2009 to 2011, he gets another crack at it in Atlanta. I think he's going to do a good job. I'm happy for him to get that gig. Bill Belichick, I mean, the the commanders might as well. But I don't know if Bill wants that job. Not with the owner and, and who they have. I think Seattle and, and Washington are the only two destinations left. And I'm not sure if Seattle is, is so hot on Dan Quinn anymore. And the commanders, I'm not exactly sure who they've interviewed or what they're going to do. But um, Bill Belichick might be out of a job. And I heard the shows today talking about, oh, maybe the Jets next year, maybe the Giants next year. He'll be he'll be somewhere in the background lurking and waiting. Um, injury news. So Mark Andrews, full participant. He should be a good, um, he should be good to go, clear to play in this game. They're going to need everybody. And um, Pacheco didn't practice. DNP for Sky Moore. Isaiah Pacheco, and one other player. They had um, some limited players. Kadarius Toney, limited for the Chiefs. Joe Tooney, that's a big one. Joe Tooney did not practice Thursday, and it's a long shot that he'll play Sunday. That's a starting offensive lineman for the Kansas City Chiefs going up against that, uh, and he's an interior offensive lineman, going up against that Ravens. Defense and that Ravens defensive line, um, and Matabuke. I always, always forget how to say that guy's name. He's a monster at the three tech. It's going to be a long day for a backup. I'm not sure who their backup is, but all right. Um, I think I've sprinkled enough in. I've got some more to add, but now we've got a full rack of calls. Let's see what you guys are talking about. The first person to call and get in the queue was Bill from Brooklyn. What's up, Bill? You're on the fan. What's up, Keith? How you doing tonight, Keith? Good, good. Thanks for calling in. Listen, let me ask you a question. I know you play you you play college ball. You got all for the hospital and stuff. What do you think the future is of college football? <laughs> I I don't know. I honestly, I don't think it's good. And I and I, I thought it was good that these kids were going to start getting paid, but it's the wild, wild west with NIL. They have to start regulating it asap. Just that alone. The NIL money that some of these kids are getting, their kids like Archie Manning. Archie Manning is one of the highest paid college football players. He's on the bench. Um, there's also kids that are like, I don't know, they're using this NIL stuff already. It's starting to, there's a trickle-down effect. It's starting to hit high schools where if you're a top 
quarterback in the state of New Jersey like I was, you're getting recruited by these schools and you're saying, how much NIL money can you get me? You're supposed to be looking for an education. You're supposed to be looking for a campus. You're supposed to be looking for uh, a team, a conference, a place that you want to stay and play for four years. And and that's not a thing anymore because of the transfer portal. How many times can you enter the transfer portal? should only be once. They got to regulate that because now these kids aren't going to school and competing. I tell a story all the time. I entered James Madison University as a freshman. I was fifth string. Worked my, my way up to fourth string, to third string, through battling, competing, getting hit, coming back to practice, learning the offense, reps, weight room, training, showing up. Like Now these kids get to just duck that. There's too many prima donnas, and there's too many kids now that are millionaires in college on the bench, and they're like, ah, whatever. I already got my money, and if I'm not going to start here, I'm going to transfer to some random school. And you heard Matt Rule talking about it. He's like, in the transfer portal, a good starting quarterback – is a million five, two million? It's insane. And and even with the social media impact, that's why I think Jim Harbaugh got out. I mean, obviously he's got sanctions coming, and there's going to be some suspensions and some things. But that's definitely why Nick Saban got out. He's like, I didn't sign up for this. This isn't what I w- was was used to or doing. Or now you got these kids coming in with a million followers, and they they think that they're pro players already. You got to earn it. You Thanks, know? brother. Thanks for the call, Bill. I don't I don't think it's good. The amateurism, it, it's not. And we know, oh, you know, uh, Harbaugh said we're all robbing the same train. We know NCAA has made a ton of money off these kids' backs. But there's also the past. I mentioned Reggie Bush, Re- Reggie Bush the other night. Caleb Williams lives in a penthouse in L.A. Plays for USC. Reggie Bush, he couldn't even get a couple dollars to help his parents out. They took his Heisman Trophy away that he earned on the field. There were no improper improper benefits that help him um, break tackles against Utah. It's nuts now. I don't know, man. I don't know where it's heading. They got to regulate it. They got to figure it out. The NCAA is crooked, but, like, they got to figure it out with this transfer portal, the NILs, and, uh, you know, football, even with the conference realignment. The Pac-12 is not going to exist anymore. What is the Big East becoming? The Big Ten, or rather, not the Big East. I just, I don't know. I couldn't see it. I grew up. I grew up watching college football, dreaming of playing college football, and I couldn't have dreamed where we currently are with college football now. Kenny's out in Brooklyn as well. What's up, Kenny? You're on the fan. Hey, what's up, bro? How you doing? Good, good, good. You remember me? I always got to drop that reference. I'm the guy who calls late at night and tells you I can't find your picture on the website. Yeah, yeah, and I know I know your voice. <laughs> <laughs> bro, before I kiss you, before I start my points with the Jets on the offense and the problems, I, let me kiss your butt a little bit and, and just get Hey, yo, wait, time out. Uh, oh, no, go for it. <laughs> you know what's up. But, yeah. I'm talking about the compliments people are throwing you. You deserve it, bro. You you are doing your thing. You bring a breath of refresh, refreshing air to the, to, the, to the late night talk show because you don't come with an attitude. That's really what I think people are trying to say. No, nah, I'm just like I'm just like everybody else, bro. Yeah. That's why I, I see people hating on me online. I'm like, you must not really be listening. Like, no, you, you ha- I have these conversations in the stadiums, in the bars. I like sports. Like, that's just the thing about me, bro. I go home. I can't right. go to sleep. I'm watching um, MLB Network. I'm watching ESPN. I don't know everything about sports, but I like to talk about them with anybody that will talk to me about them. So, yeah. Yeah, and you're genuine. People can tell you're genuine. And the haters, if you're not doing something right, then nobody's going to be hating you. So you haters yeah. are going to be hate. Hey, bring them on. Bring them on. Um, I get a lot of love, and it's a thin line between love and hate. A hater is one reply or one sentence that I say on air from being a fan. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, my point is about the Jets. Uh, I've been a long-time Jet fan, and, man, I keep telling people, offense especially, people don't really realize how important blocking is to offense. Offense is all about blocking first. You could have the best quarterback, the best running back, but you still need people to block for them. And people don't realize that until all of a sudden they don't get the blocking. Then they realize how important these offensive linemen are. I'm telling people, you could give me Tom Brady, but even Tom Brady, there was a point where he wasn't getting proper blocking and he was he had trouble throwing the ball. You give me five great offensive linemen, and I'll take that over Tom Brady any day because they will open holes. They will hold. They will. Protect. I don't know. <laughs> you definitely sorry, need an offensive line, but Tom Brady, he made those offensive lines better, too. Um, it, it, it's both. And, and I hear you, Kenny. This is, this is what I... Before, which comes first? Do you need I mean, as soon as you to... snap that ball, if you don't have guys blocking, you don't have a play. Exactly. But... You can't run the ball before somebody blocks. So that's my logic. The, the Jets have some guys. Two. They need reinforcements, and they can't rest on, like, a Dwayne Brown. Obviously, he's done. They also can't rest on a... Makai Becton, right? There is no, it's right, not right. like baseball where you can actually hope that the Yankees stay healthy. No, you need actual guys and you need backups because it's a guarantee. The, what I always say about the hog mollies, the guys in the trenches, is they're in a fist fight every play. Exactly. They go to war every exactly. play. Exactly. That's the fun. If you want to watch the game, that's where you watch. That's the trenches. So you need it's guys. And I, I mean, they found one in Joe Tipman. Um, Avera Tucker, hopefully, I mean, hopefully he's good to go, but he's been hurt back-to-back seasons. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson, but they need to draft a couple more dogs, and they, and, and they need to shore up the the first-string offensive line and second-string offensive line. And, like, I don't know how that wasn't a priority. They have a great defensive line. What are their battles like in practice? The defensive line just dominates them? <laughs> but, but, you know, Keith, do you know how difficult difficult it is to find people – Six five over three hundred. Walking around in your daily life, how many people you see that size walking around? They just so such a small percentile of human beings that are six five through over three hundred pounds. A, there's a bunch of them about to enter the draft. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They got to find these guys, and they also can find these guys. They don't necessarily have to draft them. Free agency, Joe Douglas, do your job. That's why, like, when guys yeah, are getting yeah. hurt this year, and even in, uh, and this this is the last thing before before we move on from it, when. When the Jets had the inner squad scrimmage against uh, the Buccaneers, and you could see Aaron Rodgers' frustration right away. I remember Boomer saying, this is what preseason's for. Don't worry about it. Even here at the fan, some of us are like, hey, this is an issue. People are like, don't worry. This is what, what training camp's for. They'll, they'll figure it out. Joe Douglas should have been on the phone right then and there. Like, hey, call on everybody. You guys have any expendable pieces on your offensive line or any guys that are veterans? Yeah, because you can't rest on these guys that are bums or backups that aren't good. Once a guy shows you that he consistently doesn't know the scheme or he's getting right. manhandled, they got to go. You need warriors. Like, they call them yeah, war yeah. daddies. You need actual war daddies on that line and the second line, especially if you have a 40-year-old quarterback. Kenny, you're yeah. a man. Thank you for the call. Just got to move the line along. C-Max in here. I think I have literally 30 minutes left. Um, and, yes, for the Jets fan. You, you you can find offensive linemen. You have, I think, two or three offensive linemen that that you should feel good about. But you need reinforcements. And if if you if you're picking and Joe Alt is there, it's a no brainer. You that's got to be primary. That's got to be number one. Because what you went through last year, it it wasn't a result of the offensive line. But what you could go through next year could be a result of the offensive line. If you're picking up what I'm putting down, like Aaron Rodgers, I feel like that calf. Like, he tweaked that calf in OTAs, 
and that should have been more alarming for all of us. Like, hey, 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 like this guy didn't ever do OTAs in the last few years with the Packers. He starts running around a little bit. They got to shut him down because he's got a calf strain. And then that, the next thing you know, he's got an Achilles on that MetLife turf. That that probably would have happened regardless. But you don't want something else to happen. You don't want him to get hit and have a collarbone. You don't want him to get hit and have a shoulder separation. You don't want him to get hit and have a, a knee injury. And it's like, well, you know, actually now in the second year Aaron Rodgers, somebody did actually miss a block or the, the offensive line was Swiss cheese. If you're rolling with running it back with this coaching staff and a second year of Aaron Rodgers, a year older and another year removed from one of his down seasons, you got to show up the offensive line. It's pretty simple. Butch is in South Yonkers. What's up, Butch? You're on the fit. Yo, what's going on, Keith? You know. Yo, so if the, if the Giants don't bring back Saquon, right, well, you think you can land with another team like Buffalo somewhere? You know, cause you always need two running backs. Yeah. That, help so, you out. I mean, Buffalo has been mentioned. Obviously, the Ravens, yeah. if you look, the Ravens picked up Dalvin Cook. They, they've they gone through. They've handed the ball to, to seven different running backs this year. Um, that would be a good spot for him, Ravens. In, yeah. in my Dallas Cowboys channels, I don't think it's going to happen because I think he's too much of a giant. But in some of my Dallas Cowboys channels, they're like, Saquon's going to be available. They would love Saquon to come play in Jerry World. Uh, the Texans. Um, yeah. There's, there's going to be some team, right, that has money to spend and has a quarterback, has receivers, and they say, we need a, a, a game breaker at running back. And Saquon could be that with a good offensive line. And with, you know, a quarterback and receivers that take the pressure off of him. With the Giants, you just got to stop Saquon. Yeah. And with that sixth pick, where do you think the Giants are going to go with that? What do you think they're going to do? Uh, it has to be a quarterback. And I think they got to trade up. I think they got to call all the teams in front of them. And if they're if the team's in front of them, like like even with the Chargers, right? The Chargers have a quarterback. Um, the the Cardinals yeah. came out and they said, no, our quarterback is Kyler Murray, who, who they drafted, you know, five picks in front of Daniel Jones. Those, and those it seems like the game teams? is changing. It seems like the game is changing, man. But the Giants, man, they ain't stepping up with the you know the new the new way the game is being played. They might, you know, they might if they can they trade up. up and and I, I can't receivers. wait to see how it plays out because I think Brian Dable already knows who he likes. I think Joe Shane has already done the work. They know if they like Caleb Williams or Drake May or Jaden Daniels in that offense or not. So they got to do what? everything in their power to trade up and get them. I don't think those top three quarterbacks will be there when you get to six. I think they'll you know, all I like be the gone. Bo Nix. I like Bo Nix. I like Bo Nix, but do they like Bo Nix in their system? Do they like Bo Nix to to potentially step right in next year? Because I think there's a situation next year where Daniel Jones yeah. is not ready to go. I, I did the math a couple weeks ago on the fan. I've been crunching the numbers using the 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 math that Kyler Murray returned eleven months, um, you know, after his surgery. Daniel Jones might not be ready to go until late September. And if that's the case, you need to have a veteran like a Tyrod Taylor or a Jacoby Brissett to get through camp. Tommy Cutlets come back, be the second string. Draft a rookie to be that third string and let him learn. And there could be a situation yeah. where, I don't know, that, that kid gets yeah, to hold the clipboard. And, and watch, right? Yeah, that's what you want. I'm sitting for you and watch, man. But the uh, Giants got to do something better, man. Because yeah, because then in 2025, the you can you can just starts. you can just opt out of Daniel Jones in 2025. If you have a one year deal in 2024 for a, a Tyrod or a Jacoby Brissett, fine. And then next thing you know, you're rolling into 2025 with I don't know, let's say Jaden Daniels in year two, ready to rock, and and maybe Tommy DeVito backing him up. Thanks for the call, Butch. Big Frank is in Yonkers. Big Frank on the fan. What's up, Frank? 
Keith, 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 love the show, love the show. I gotta tell you. Thanks. Yeah, love, appreciate love it. Everything, love everything you got about the Cowboys and most importantly about the Giants, about the uh, the the, uh, the the Yankees. But I gotta tell you, the Giants. I'm diehard Giant fan, season ticket holder. They cannot draft another quarterback in the first round. They gotta go. Joe Alt. Joe Alt is going before. They gotta take that guy. They gotta. They gotta get a bookend. As far as as, as nice as it be to get there's, a. Uh, there's a Giants fan listening to you right now to say we can't take another tackle in the draft. We just took Evan Neal. Before that, we took Andrew Thomas. Totally agree. Totally agree. And you know, you even though Joe Alt, right. I think Joe Alt from from what I've seen from him, even I, I before like I think he's a can't miss. Uh, tackle prospect. He's six eight, three twenty two. He's strong. He's a monster. I can't wait to see his pro day and how he tests. I think that like he's. I don't know. Evan Neal tested well, so. But you know what? Joel came from a family of tackles. His father was a tackle. This guy is going to be. And I'm so tired of hearing everybody crush on Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. He took us to a playoff game last year. Yeah. We didn't, we didn't, we didn't beat I have the, uh, defended Eagles. Daniel Jones, out. the man, the person. I think the kid has had a ton of nonsense thrown at him from the time that they did select him six overall, and fans bugged out about it. But the reality is he is banged up. He's coming off an ACL. Before he had the ACL last year, he had a neck injury. They were talking about being care- careful and cautious with the neck injury because if he took a hit the wrong way, it could end his career. He's had ankles. He's had other injuries. Like now, you're looking at a guy in Daniel Jones who's injury-prone and and the strength of his game when he did win that playoff game, when, when he did uh, have his you know best season and he didn't throw that many touchdowns, he ran for 10 touchdowns and he ran for, what, 700 yards. He might not have that in his game after this ACL. He might be a little more cautious and hesitant when he ran as it already was. I I used to fear for the guy because he ran so straight up and down. I'm like, man, if you don't get out of bounds. Keep listening. Thank you very much. Thanks for the call, Frank. Yeah, I I don't know. You you can't if all right. So this is where I'm at with the Giants, and I've heard I've heard C Mac C Mac will probably get on here. He's out there listening right now. He's gonna get on and tell you again with the state of this NFL, and and even with uh you know Bill Belichick looming, who I was talking about earlier. Bill Belichick, he's not getting the Seattle job. You don't want that job. He's he don't want that commander's job either. So with the fact that Bill Belichick is looming out there, and we know he loves the Giants so much so he gave the Giants two Super Bowls, the last two, you gotta get a quarterback because then that extends your time, Joe Shane, Brian Dable. You get his rookie deal to develop him. And in the state of this NFL. Today, I heard Evan and Tiki open up the show about regretting drafting Lamar, not drafting Lamar Jackson. The whole league passed on him. He almost fell to the second round. It's ridiculous. But yeah, 
back then they didn't know where we were heading. You can see where the league is now. You need an athletic quarterback. Uh, Caleb Williams is athletic. Drake May is athletic enough. Jalen Daniels, Jaden Daniels, definitely athletic. If you have an opportunity to grab one of these guys and develop them, that's what you got to do, especially in a division where Dak Prescott's not going anywhere, and he's getting older. Jalen Hurts not going anywhere, and I don't know how solid he he really even is. And the Commanders are getting their quarterback of the future at number two, so you you got to take a quarterback. Is, uh, Joe Alt is a can't miss prospect, but you gotta get a quarterback. Brian Dable develops quarterbacks. He's gotten a ton out of Tommy Cutlass. Keith McPherson on the fan. We can, we're gonna keep doing this until draft night. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The fan is better when you're a part of it. Call us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Yeah, not wasting any time, no time to waste. I think I'm done in 14, 15 minutes. It was funny. I was like, I'm about to come back with a, a Cinco de Quito. Five reasons why the Giants have to draft a quarterback. One, <laughs> you already have two tackles. You don't need to draft a tackle. Two, you don't have a quarterback. You literally don't. Daniel Jones is under contract, yeah, but he's coming back from a knee injury. He does not count. Tyrod is done. Uh, he might not come back because there might be a better place for him to sign in a year where everybody lost their starting quarterback and second-string quarterback. Uh, Tommy Cutlett's a great story, but he's not a quarterback in this NFL. It is what it is. Uh, Cinco de uh, Quito, three. Um, Brian Dable. Brian Dable develops quarterbacks. He got a lot out of Tommy Cutlett. He got the best out of Tyrod Taylor. Oh, he also got the best season out of Daniel Jones. So what this guy does, he's an offensive mind. He knows how to scheme and get the best out of the talent he has at the quarterback position. Um, uh, number four. I don't even know what number we're on. Cinco de Quito on the fan. Um, <laughs> talk about Bill Belichick looming and wanting to keep your new GM and uh, head coach together. 
You draft a quarterback of the future, and they will be here at least through that rookie contract to, to develop him and see what he turns into. Last one, 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 Cinco de Quito on KM to 2 a.m. The commanders are drafting right in front of you. They are drafting their quarterback of the future. You should get yours as well. That was off the top of the head right there. That was, that was right off the top of the head. Jeff is in Boca Raton, Florida. Jeff, you're on the fan. Hi. I heard you talking about the problems college football has with the portal and the NIL money. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. The problem with college football is the state governments do not require the schools to declare their football programs a business. Yep. It's a business. The players are not students. They are they are employees. Now they are. Once, yep. they, once they do that, they can, they're going to be covered by the National Labor Relations Act. They'll form uh, unions, and that's the end of it. It'll end. The players will get 50% of the profits just like the NFL players do. They are. Yeah. It is a business. Yeah, it needs it's to be regulated. Business. And I don't know who would fight against that. Um, it needs to be regulated. That's why I said it's the wild, wild, rest, wild, wild west right now. It isn't regulated. There's no regulation right now. And people it are can't. doing anything. And then when you're looking at some of these schools, like when you look at Nick Saban in Alabama – they don't have the money that like University of Miami does. They have they used to have the money with the people that could come through and give you a, a envelope full of hundred dollar bills. They don't necessarily have the same businesses and money um, to to sign up these NIL deals through I don't know whatever car dealerships and uh, however else they're 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 doing this stuff. Good call, right. Jeff. Uh, keeping it rolling. Chris is in Bergen County. What's up, Chris? You're on the fan. Yo, what's going on, eh? What's what up, Coach? I know I know you know about yeah. the college NIL deals, transfer portal, and the trickle down effect to high school. Yeah, uh, yeah, that 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 is a show for a, another night. <laughs> <laughs> we could do a whole hour on that. I could do a single day file five oh on the uh wow. issues that it's we, it's created now from college down do into recruiting. Like it's it's nuts, some <laughs> of the stuff that is going on. It's out of control. It really, really is. But it's just, yeah. That's what happens when you make a drastic change like this and, and there's no rules. So Well, and, well yeah, exactly. And that, that's exactly what it is. Is There's just zero rules. People are taking and advantage. Like wow, wow, wow. for these kids, what, what man. Like I, I wish. I wish I could have <laughs> just, you know. I, I remember, and this is funny. <laughs> I remember Mickey Matthews, and, and we're good on this. Mickey Matthews, when, when I went to the University of Virginia for their, like, seven-on-seven camp, I stopped at JMU on the way home with, with my team. We were in, like, a sprinter van. And it was, I don't know, there was probably, like, 15 of us. We stopped at JMU campus because I knew I wanted to go there. I wanted to visit the school. And I was promised that we would be able to eat on campus. They weren't able to arrange that. Mickey Matthews came out of his pocket. I think he gave my coach, like, $500 um, to get us some food, maybe more than that. That's an illegal benefit. That's something you can't do that. Yeah. But they, they did that back then. And my coach told me about it, and I was like, yeah, I'm, of course I'm coming here. That's solid. Well, just look at – and a little bit off topic. Uh, just look at all the stuff that's going on now with unofficial visits, and they would do, you know, uh, the photo shoots and everything else. Yeah. They finally, <laughs> they, they finally, they finally put a kibosh on that, and uh, it's kind of crazy. I'll, I'll text you uh, something that's going on with that. But, um, you know, when are these NFL teams – going to finally get smart and lock up their OCs and DCs and stop letting them walk away. Yeah. The NFL is run. Let's be honest. The head coach, yeah, he's sitting there and, you know, he's going to manage everything. He's the CEO. 
Yeah. But I mean, those OCs and DCs are the ones that make this stuff go. And it, you lose somebody, and you know what? You can lose everything. Just, you know, it's take, consistent take every at, year. You know, that, down, the, down the turnpike. Look at what happened in Philly. Yeah. I was that, about to say that, that Shane Steichen and, and Jonathan Gannon. Correct. But I, you know, if Lee's just said this in my in my ear, there's a rule that I guess they can't lock them up long term. They can't sign them to like long. Go ahead, say, say it. Oh, no, really? So if a guy is offered like a promotion, if they're offered a head coaching job as a coordinator, a team can't block right. them. You can block them from they a lateral come, move, they not the interviewing. Offer and say, hey, hey, listen, we'll, we'll give you five years and X dollars. Yeah, so they're allowed. They 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 can't block them from going okay. to to interview. But I think they can offer them right. a five-year deal to say, "Hey, we're working on something here," you know. And that's why you see well, some some of these older guys. Look at look at Andy Reid and, and Steve Spagnolo, right? Like Steve Spags right. has been around for a long time. He's running with Andy Reid. He's not looking to go anywhere else. He's looking to win as the DC under Andy Reid. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. I guess it's it's it comes down to loyalty and stuff like that. Yeah. And, you know. and and what what we're seeing is a trend of these young offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators get an opportunity. They have one good year and they or or a couple good years and then they get elevated to head coach. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Hey. Uh. Real quick before I leave. Uh. Congratulations, Raheem, on uh. Jersey, getting that yeah. uh, head coaching job down in Atlanta. Yeah, That's awesome. I, I, I haven't been down That's there. Awesome. I, I went and saw the Falcons lose to the Bengals down in like 2018. I actually thought about relocating when I was striking out in New York City, just couldn't get a job and was unemployed. I thought about relocating to Atlanta. Glad I didn't do that. But I love uh, their game day culture down there. I think he's going to do a great job. Chris, you're the man. Thanks for the call, coach. Okay, I want to play this before my time is up. My guy, Adoni Batista. Shout out to Adoni, man. When I met Cashman, I met Cashman because Adoni Batista put me in Brian Cashman's suite in 2018 or 2019. Um, way before I was on the fan, way before most of you even heard of me just being in Yankee Stadium, Adoni Batista actually finally got his like uh, veteran of the game during the seventh inning. Batista, I know you're not up listening right now because you got two kids and you work, but Batista was at the All Rise Foundation Gala tonight, and there's some, um, you know, Words floating around from the captain, Aaron Judge, on Yankees Twitter. And we have the video that Batista posted on his Twitter account where you can hear for yourself Aaron Boone asking Aaron Judge about the lineup. And we have for you what the captain, Aaron Judge, had to say. I think he got it right. I think he's got me penciled in in center field and hitting right behind that new guy. Uh, I was talking about him earlier, so Anything you want to ask? I got nothing for Booney right now. Just, just keep the top three, you know, DJ, Soto, me. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it going for you. Sounds good to us. <laughs> Shout out to Susan too. And Susan, last time I talked to Susan, she said she was laying low until the All Rise uh, Foundation Gala. So you know, Susan broke her foot. So this must be her first public appearance. I know she loves being in, uh, you know, the Yankee presence and uh, you know, in, in, in her nice gown. I, I saw you, Susie, doing your thing. But okay. They asked Aaron Judge about the lineup, and he says he sees all the projections and things out there. He says, just keep the top three, DJ, Soto, me, right, the new guy, and we'll get it going. So, I mean, if Judge Judge said he wants more input, if Judge is out there in front of these Yankee fans that are season ticket holders, 
the whole Yankee team, Yankees past, present. Like there were, uh, I saw a video with uh, IKF, Mike Talkman, Nestor Cortez, uh, Carlos Rodon, DJ, Volpe. They were all in, in the picture together. Yeah, Judge just called it. So you can expect to see probably on opening day, DJ LeMayu leading off, playing third base, Soto in right field, batting second, and then Judge in center field, like he said, batting third. And then that also throws water on the report today that, that we saw about, oh, yeah, uh, the Yankees are interested in Matt Chapman. What? Matt Chapman? Third baseman from the Blue Jays? That's Scott Boris using the old uh, Yankees interest to drive up interest. Yeah, let's throw the Yankees interest. Oh, yeah. Supposedly there were six teams that contacted Matt Chapman. Of course, throw the Yankees in there, and all the Yankee fans are going to jump on that, and then that's going to drive up conversation. No, they're going to play DJ at third base. Peraza to back him up, I guess. You know, if he gets hurt, assuming that, you know, uh, at his age, he's not as effective. I hope hope DJ is effective. I don't want to get there. But it's going to be DJ, Soto, Judge, probably to start in spring training or even an opening day. So for a little nugget for... The Yankee fans. Jesse's out in Queens. What's up, Jesse? You're on the fan. Hey, Keith. Great show, like always. Um, I keep hearing reports. The Mets are interested in reliever and this and that, and, and nothing ever happens. I mean, I've never seen an offseason like this where they basically did nothing. I mean, yeah. Severino was, to me, the guy got bombed almost all the starts. So what's the big deal about Severino? I mean, this is just a hard offseason for the Mets. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. I'm rooting for Severino, but I, he absolutely made me hate him and the Yankees last year because you couldn't win. You couldn't win in any of his starts. The game was over in the second inning. But, yeah, I saw today that the Cubs and Red Sox have expressed interest in Ryan Stanek, but the Mets were, I thought, the leading candidate to land in or him, or at least there were rumors um, earlier in the week. So I guess they're not in on Ryan Stanek. They're probably looking for that $10 million to go to maybe a couple other guys, but no, I don't know. I just, I think that this is what I've said about the Mets. I I think that the expectations are so low that they're going to pass the expectations. The bar is so low because they won 75 games, but it just sucks as a fan to have the richest owner in the sport and be doing the opposite of like what you have the power to do. But that's because of the last three years that you spent and you hire the, you know, young, smart Ivy league, David Stearns to run the show and he's going to do what he sees fit. And what he sees fit is to destroy what you think of the Mets under Steve Cohen and start a little bit of a rebuild and um, you know project into the team that he wants to build into the future. That may be trading Pete Alonso, not extending Pete Alonso. Evan's got that crazy beard and growing his hair out, thinking that, I don't know, Pete was going to get extended this winter. I didn't ever think that. And as far as signing guys, like the fact that they won't sign a Jorge Soler, a J.D. Martinez, or a Justin Turner, how much are those guys going to cost to come in and be a D.H.? Steve Cohen is a mega billionaire, and you, now we're working on a $10 million, $10 million budget? Yeah, nah, throw I mean, the fans is, a bone. Get one back. Like, you can't have Mark Vientos as your D.H. It's not going to work. This is, this is crazy. I just, I, I've never seen an offseason like this. At least, you know, the Yankees made a splash. You know, they got Soto. What are the Mets doing, Severino? So yeah, it's not, even just, it's, it's not even just Yankees versus Mets. It's it's the Mets versus the Braves, the Phillies, the Marlins, the Nationals. You don't want to be bottom feeders with the Nationals in your own division. You just won 101 games and almost won the division two years ago. Thanks for the call, Jesse. Last call of the night goes to Dwight in Asbury Park, where oh, I'm from. Yeah. I'll, I'll be in AP tomorrow. If I can sneak out of, oh. of where I am, I'll slide through White Castle and say what's up. <laughs> hey, um... 
that guy you was telling me about, Cooper DeGene, everybody trying to get on the hype train, calling the next Jason Seahorn. You feeling better, that? Better than Jason Seahorn. He's a baller. I, I was looking at his highlights, basketball, track, football. He's the great white hope. He's, he's going to be a white cornerback in this league. He might be a white we'll cornerback, see. running back, receiver. He's he's a baller, straight up. Yeah, but he ain't got the speed that Seahorn had. Yeah, but he's strong. He, I don't know. We'll see what he turns into. Maybe they make him a safety if he can't run with some of the receivers yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, that's what they're going to do, I bet. Yeah, but I, he, I'm out. <laughs> thanks for the call, Dwight. He's an athlete. Cooper DeGene from Iowa. Go look up his high school stuff. Go look up his college stuff and what they're projecting for him. Um, I saw Will, not Will Warren. Um, I'm blanking on the guy's name. I don't have the time. Next week. And uh, my picks, I'm taking the Ravens money line, Lions money line. I'm taking the unders in both games. C-Max next, I'm out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.